This is Trans Chat, a podcast where trans folk chat about ourselves, things important to us, and our communities. Before each episode, we will provide a brief list of topics that we will be discussing that may be difficult for some listeners. Today's episode, we will briefly mention infant genital mutilation, human trafficking, sex trafficking, incest, gay and trans conversion therapy, the troubled teen industry, and ABA. I also wanted to preface today's episode with a heads up that we will be using the word queer in this podcast. We recognize that the term carries emotional baggage for many, including folks involved in this podcast. It is, however, also a term label many of us use, myself included, and the TNGN team has strong feelings about censoring folks' identities, so we won't be doing that here. What is trans chat? This podcast is produced by trans, non-binary, and metagender folk. We will be discussing topics important to us that affect or are about trans folk and voice our perspectives as members of trans communities. We hope that this content will be helpful for other trans folk, those questioning their identities, allies looking to support us, and will be a way for us to show everyone that trans folk are people too, just like them. Hi folks, I am uh, Luna. I work with the, the Trans, Non-Binary, and Genderqueer Network. We're putting out this podcast for a couple of different things. Today we're going to start with, with some introductions. I, I'm going to introduce myself, and then we'll hear from Lisa, who will be joining us for these podcasts, if not all of them. So I am a mother of three. I use uh, she, her pronouns. Um, I am a, a, a trans woman. A little bit about my interests that will definitely be spilling over into the podcast are uh, I, ha I have a degree in history and my focus was on turn of the 20th century medical history and a lot of that's really depressing stuff um, from eugenics to so some really horrible approaches to disability and for LGBT people. As a heads up to our listeners, queer is a word that we will be using throughout the podcast. Uh, we understand that for some, this, this comes with a lot of emotional baggage. Growing up myself, that, that was a term that was often used when I was being physically hurt by other individuals. So, so I, can, I can totally empathize with having intense feelings regarding the word. Uh, however, for me and for the, the TNGN Modman team and those that will be working with us in this and the Gender Freedom Academy um, and the Gender Freedom Society kind of um, taken this into consideration and many of us use queer as, as labels or identifiers for themselves, myself included. So, so that, that is a word that will be present. I, I have a master's degree in public health and I went in very gung-ho to study um, infectious disease and uh, my hope was to work with the WHO um, and to be part of an epidemic response team. That didn't quite work out for me. When I was about halfway through, I, I met a, a wonderful professor who was working on intimate partner violence and gender-based violence. And I started volunteering uh, to do, I think data jockey is the more polite way to put it, but data jockey work. And while I was doing that, an opportunity arose for me to work in Arusha, Tanzania, and um, I jumped on that. And so for several months, I did IPV work there. 
and um, I then started doing gender-based violence work. And so I didn't intend to, to, to get into that. I kind of fell into it. Meeting the really wonderful people that I did was a big step in me coming out and being able to even have those mental conversations with myself. I love gaming. I, I love uh, narratives, whether it's a book, it's a comic book, it's an audio book, a movie, a TV show. Uh, I even listen to radio dramas. There's some great ones. There are a couple of podcasts. Um, I don't know if they're still up on iTunes, but they basically try to preserve um, old radio dramas um, and one of them, I don't know how they found it, but they found a cache of radio dramas that aired in, I think it was um, South Africa. And they've got like 20 years of uh, science fiction stories. And um, I always find it very interesting to look at the different regional tropes and um, fears and expectations that go into writing different genres. Um, Horror is very different in the U.S. versus uh, 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 Europe when it comes to at least um, uh, like classic literature and things like that. And so it's kind of it's kind of fun and interesting. Um, or to look at some of the the Near East, Middle East, or Far East. I don't I don't even know if those are actually really baggage terms. Um, may, maybe I, I don't know, Lisa. Do you know if if those are 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 considered? appropriate. I am, I am a huge East Asian cinema buff, so we can definitely... Okay, cool, that. yeah. So I... Revenge dramas. So I guess, do you have any questions, Lisa? I, I you know, this is, this is our first recording session, so I'm sure folks will, will notice, at least for me, uh, the more nervous I get, I talk a little faster. Uh, so it's okay to, to ask me to slow down. You know, we, we embrace our neurodivergence and quirks uh, in the team, and I think that will spill over into the podcast, and that's more than awesome. I think um, I would like to introduce myself first, and oh, yeah. maybe we can ask each other questions, if that sounds good. Yeah, perfect. Okay, so I'm really happy to be here. This is actually like really exciting for me to talk about being trans and non-binary. I mean, if you could have seen how closeted I was 10 or 15 years ago, it's just wild to come, come public. So my name is Lisa Spears. Um, I became a moderator for the Trans Non-Binary Gender Queer Network in November of 2015. I am genderqueer. I also use non-binary because I believe I fall under the, the umbrella. Um, I was assigned female at birth, and a lot of people don't like to use AFAB, AMAB at all, but I, I do because I'm still read as female in a lot of ways. So I don't identify as a woman or female in any way at all, but I do identify as assigned female at birth. Okay. And some of the, the issues that I have, like with having a uterus and stuff, you know, it's very I'm very passionate about you know, you don't have to be a woman to care about reproductive health because it greatly affects me. Um, I have multi-system chronic illness. I'm a partial wheelchair user. And so disability issues, disability rights are very important to me. Um, what Lena talked about with eugenics, we definitely should go into that. For sure. we got to go into eugenics um, because coronavirus has definitely taught us that eugenics are alive and well. Oh, very and much so. And... and I, I don't, I don't, is it okay if I tangent real quick in the middle of your intro, or do you want me to save it until... No, go ahead. 
so I don't I don't know how familiar you are with that time period. There 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 was a phenomenon uh, that that is pejorative. So I'm not I'm not using it to defend the phrasing, but the the yellow menace and the yellow scare that occurred in the U.S. Oh my goodness! I mean, we had laws that were preventing um, folks with Asian ancestry coming in. Um, in the 1880s and 1890s, and that ramped up a lot uh, again when uh, World War II and uh, uh, Japanese Americans. And honestly, seeing how folks have been responding today, ha or you know now with COVID, it, it feels like we've not made any progress. Yeah, absolutely. So we should definitely come back to that. Um, so I was saying, yeah, I'm ASAP, I, I identify as um, both trans-feminine and trans-masculine because I'm intersex, medically intersex, and I feel that both of those labels really are important to me. And being intersex is also something I'm very passionate about, intersex rights, you know. Um, I didn't undergo infant genital mutilation as many people do, so I don't have the authority to talk about that, but it is something that I think we should talk about a lot because okay. it's a big deal. And, um, you know, it's very rooted in white supremacy, like the gender binary, the idea that you have to pick one as a child. And I didn't know I was intersex until I was 30, and it just felt like... Oh, wow. It was like, I, I always knew, I knew my whole life that, you know, something, like, I knew I wasn't just female, and not like you need the biological validation, but it meant a lot to me to find out that I was intersex, you know, it just, it felt like connecting some pieces and I was just, I was raised as, as female, you know, I was raised as a girl, but I wasn't a girl and I always knew I wasn't a girl. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, I'm transmasculine, but I also, because I'm not biologically female, you know, I'm also kind of transfeminine, you know, and I, and I, I don't present as female, but I get read as female. Like I believe I present as gender queer. I present okay. as my as my gender, and it gets misread as being female. Yeah, which is yeah, very frustrating. So I use neo pronouns, gender neutral pronouns, he, here, the he, um, or zizim, I guess. But they them is okay. I prefer z here, and I usually use that in queer spaces. But I use they them in cis spaces because. Sometimes, sometimes we don't have the spoons to fight those battles exactly. all the time. I don't have the spoons. Like it takes enough spoons to explain they them to people who want to fight me on they them. So it's like, oh, are we swearing? Are we swearing in this podcast? That's a good question. You know, I'm gonna say go for it, and um, okay. if if I need to, or if we decide that we need to, we can we can bleep things out. Um. Okay. And, uh, you know, we can also tag ones that, that we decided not to bleep things out um, so folks are aware of what they're getting into. But I don't think we should, we should feel the need to censor ourselves. Like part, part of the podcast is, is us being vulnerable and, you know, sharing things about us. And I don't think that we should couple self-censorship with that. Um, I don't know. What are, what are your thoughts, Lisa? I, I agree with you completely. Okay. But I also don't want to, you know, offend anyone, so I just wanted to make sure. Um, so more about me, um, I am a survivor of human trafficking, sex trafficking, um, incest. I spent eight months in a 
in a facility for troubled teens where I underwent gay and trans conversion therapy, and I kept that quiet for, for about 14 years until I came out about it last year, and so I would very much like to talk about that, and I'm involved currently in a nonprofit organization called Breaking Code Silence, which is fighting um, the troubled teen industry, but it focuses on the industry as a whole, and I think in this space it's good to focus on the conversion therapy aspect. A lot of people don't realize that conversion therapy is alive and well, that it's banned in some states in the U.S., but it's practiced all over the world. I mean, it's currently like some of what's happening in Russia and Chechnya is just horrible, horrible what's happening, and it's still happening in the United States, you know? So, yeah. And and we hear a lot about gay conversion therapy, not as much about trans conversion therapy, which is something that I underwent, you know, that I, I was very much already calling myself genderqueer as a teenager, and in this facility, it was like, well, that's part of your, your sickness that you think you're, like, you try to be tough by trying to be masculine and so we're going to make you as feminine as possible and they like made me wear really girly clothes and like paint my nails and get my hair done and all this stuff and 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 we're just constantly calling me like a girl and she and and to this day like those people will still refer to me that way and i i mean i don't have contact with them but up until last year when i deleted them all from facebook they were still like you're a girl you're a girl and, and you're trying not to be a girl is like a problem that you need to be softer like you're too hard I don't know what their justification was but they had some justification you know and so so I really really on this podcast want to not this one specifically but as we move forward talk about conversion therapy my experience and and what we're doing with with breaking code silence to try and fight it we're, we're doing lots of legislative work you know we're doing lots of research lots of activism and, and creating spaces for survivors and stuff so yeah that's um part of my identity, I guess, is being a survivor of that stuff. I'm in long-term recovery from addiction. I have about 15 years, not about, I have 15 years clean and sober. Um, I'm on the dissociative spectrum, and I have some PTSD and obsessive-compulsive disorder. And auditory processing disorder, which makes doing a podcast kind of fun. I'm not autistic, but I'm holistic, but I'm a big advocate um, for neurodivergence, for autism rights, for let's bring down autism speaks like guys. <laughs> <laughs> Agreeance here as well. And I and I actually believe that um, you know those facilities also do a lot of like autism conversion. Where they Very much so. Like, yes. Yeah, yeah. Neurodivergent people conform to holistic way of thinking. So I'm definitely like let's let's fight that. ABA is is horrifying when when it's looked at bluntly or directly and without sugarcoating yeah i think it's it's the same thing as gay conversion therapy. yeah i mean yeah i mean they use they use the same methodologies um in a lot of a lot of ways it, it, may may i ask any questions or do you, do you have more that you would like to share um let me just give a quick rundown of my professional oh yes so sorry pop culture um yeah, so I have a master's in international relations and diplomacy from The Hague in the Netherlands. Um, I grew up in multiple countries in the U.S. and in Berlin, Germany. Lived in the Netherlands, Budapest, um, the Dominican Republic, and Geneva, Switzerland. And I worked out of Israel and Palestine for about a year for nonprofits, and out of Istanbul, Turkey, and uh, Bangkok, Thailand. I uh, worked for the United Nations and a couple of um, NGOs. 
I'm a leftist, like I'm a leftist anti-occupation Jew. Um, yeah, the DNA test can't decide if I'm Ashkenazi Jewish or Middle Eastern, so I'm like, whatever. Um, I am who I am. Yeah. <laughs> the DNA test keeps changing. 23 and me is like, you're Ashkenazi Jewish, no, you're Middle Eastern, and I'm like, whatever. Um, being Jewish means a lot to me, so that's just how I identify now. But I'm, but I'm an anti-occupation, you know, leftist Jew. Palestinian rights are very important to me. Um, I love punk rock, post-punk, underground hip-hop, um, post-modernist literature, beat literature, expressionist film, yeah, East, East Asian cinema. I read about, I don't know, maybe 10 or 15. I'm, sub- I'm subscribed to maybe 10 or 15 comics a month. Okay. Sci-fi. I'm like looking at my comic book collection right now. That's um, awesome. I, I think we'll have a lot to talk about on. Yeah, huge Walking Dead fan. Um, did you see? Did you see that uh, uh, Kirkman's Invincible got picked up by Amazon? Yeah, I saw that. Are, are you not a, a, as a, as big a fan of Invincible as The Walking Dead? Okay. Yeah. I, I like everything Kirkman does. Oblivion Songs is pretty awesome too. I don't I don't know if I'm familiar with that one. It's on like it's like forty issues in now. Oh cool. Yeah. I'll have to look but, into it. Uh, my current pop culture obsessions, I guess, like the T V shows Killing Eve and Money Heist, I'm actually so obsessed with Money Heist I'm getting a tattoo. Oh cool. Never been never been a, a I want to thank folks for joining us for this first episode of Trans Chat. Listeners may have noticed some background noises during the discussion, although we plan to control for those noises as much as possible. The reality for us is that many participants have families, jobs, and other responsibilities that will spill into the podcast spaces. We also are not able to record in a soundproof setting, at least not for now. We want to thank folks for their patience with these noises and these interruptions. We hope that it won't detract too much from the educational, informative, or supportive components of the podcast. We hope you all will join us next week as Lisa and I talk a little bit more about our interests and our experiences.